0: Welcome back to the receding money line. It's been a while, but we are back from our European vacation. We have sailed the Mediterranean, ran with the Bulls, and now we're ready to jump into some MLB, MLS. Um, but tonight, we're going to be talking all about diving into Australian rules football. Yes, everyone's favorite sport. We got our Australian friend, the most tatted accountant you'll ever meet, a real coca, Charlie.
1: Thanks for having me, boys. Long time listener, first time caller. Oh, geez, I've been waiting to say that.
2: Are you actually a long time listener?
1: <laughs> I think i have listened to three. When it gets busy with work, you, that you fall puts off you in the, the That
2: puts you in uh, the top uh, percentile. So yeah. uh, we appreciate it.
0: Good, good. Right so, where I like to be. So Australians are known for being degenerate gamblers. Is that is that just a stereotype? like, Or do you fall into that I think you're or? thinking of alcoholics. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it is a
0: stereotype,
1: but it's a correct stereotype, sure. as is um, alcoholism, among other things, which we we won't get into. I think this podcast is PG rated, but no, you are you are absolutely correct. We like to gamble.
0: Nice, 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 nice. So, I think we're gonna we're gonna start with the open to start, um, and then finish off with Aussie rules. So, I just, I want to make it very clear. I had Hovland to win thirty three to one. Um, and I had the opportunity. I texted Pat. I said, should I hedge and cash out? Um, should I cash out at 14 to one, just take my winnings. And he gave me, he said, De- definitely do that. Rory's going to win the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take that advice and then just hedge by putting a bet on Rory to win. Um, unfortunately our Australian Cam Smith, uh, won
2: instead. Why did you do team. that? Why did you do that instead of just cashing out? Because then I wouldn't have had anything to root for. And I thought I
1: thought it was a win-win. I still think they. I still think, I still think they cash out. The cash out was the correct. The correct. So
0: I mean, just had two
2: different bets on.
0: So I had a. So here's. It was a risk-free bet. That was my fourteen,
2: 14 to one is huge.
0: Yeah, it was dumb. I, I It was dumb. I should have taken taken it, but I, you know, I wanted to have a little fun, and it didn't work out for me.
2: Well, I I was just I mean gutted gutted for rory
0: oh yeah that was his time to shine and he he really let let the australian
2: take it from him but what was the staff? cam smith cam smith like i'm so i'm so i'm so pissed like i've always i've always liked cam smith a little bit and now like cam smith is going to go to live like that's the that's the chatter it's just like so fucking depressing it's just so depressing like he wins the open now he's going to go take the cash and go to the dark side it just, like, it just. Got why? I just, it just got why
1: would you? He's he's won the Open. He's taken home fourteen point five million this calendar year already. Like he, he lives in fucking Queensland. I don't know about you guys, but that's like living in. No, he in lives in Jupiter. <laughs>
2: he's from Jupiter. Queensland. He's from Queensland. He lives in Jupiter, Florida, like everybody else.
1: Like what did he buy, buddy? Greg Norman's old place. Yeah, that's how that's how he got on the list.
2: They're going to give him like a hundred million bucks. It's just, yeah. it's just uh, depressing. It's uh, just, it's just a massive bummer. And Rory was like the white knight. Like Rory was supposed to be the white knight who, you know, was the good guy who, you know, wasn't going to take the Saudi money and wins the wins the open uh, as a, as an Irishman. And look, Cam deserved to win hundred percent. Rory did not get it done at all. Uh, but it was just, it's just depressing, man.
1: I get the I get the, the live attraction for the money, but I mean, how old is Ken Smith? Was he 29, 28, 29? Yeah. He's not fucking old. He's got, you know, if, if he plays his cards right, if his body holds up, he's got 25 years of playing golf. You could make 100 million if you really wanted to in the next 25 years playing on the tour. Like, what's that? We'll save somebody, somebody put $100 guy, million dollars
2: in front of me. I would do a lot of things do if all, somebody put $100 million uh, in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what if they? What if They for a living, <laughs> right? So, like, it's it's easy to throw stones when someone's not handing you hundred million dollars. But yeah, man, what a bummer.
0: I mean, Rory's holding on just because he wants to win the RBC Classic every year. You know, it's the glorious Canadian Open.
2: Rory and Spieth—they're just the—they're just the wholesome.
0: I mean, you if you if you played three tournaments in Texas, Jordan Spieth would join Live. I mean, that's that's the only thing he wants. He just wants more tournaments in Texas. So, all right. So that's the open. Um, Pat, do you that segment was as depressing as the (laughs) open itself? So I before we one more thing, Pat. You know, I you know we talked about this. We ran with the bulls, and did you see the, the three
2: people died from from that event? Yeah, Recently. I wonder if there's so like the we did it in Pamplona, which was is like the the main place to do it, and the three people who died were in uh, different like a different place. I wonder if like the course lends itself more to like getting impaled in different spots because no one's died in Pamplona since like 2009.
0: Yeah, Charlie, you would have loved this. I'm surprised oh, you, you haven't loved
2: done it. it. You would have loved it. So
1: I have to. I have to ask you. I remember we had the conversation about Dead Man's Corner. Did you, did you experience that? Did you run past it, or were you in front of it, behind it, completely we abstained from dealing with we it? We were whatever?
2: past it.
0: Yeah, we were past it. But we, when we started. We saw it though. Yeah, I mean, there's no way right. the people that right. were like that were there. They fell down and they got trampled. Correct. And they were just lucky that they didn't get their head smashed into the ground. It, it's oh, it's yeah, it's no. ten times scarier. Than it is on videotape yeah like, it is terrifying
2: and there's no way to do it well, how, so there's, to el- eliminate all risk like there's no way to eliminate all the risk like if you were in there there's like, there's 11 the no way that weigh half a ton and honestly yeah. scarier yeah. than the bulls is just the sheer number of people and getting yeah. run over by another person like that is that is a bigger risk than the bulls themselves and you can't really see yeah them. it's falling it's falling over in front of them Right. You can't, you have to look in front of you and behind you at all times. And yeah. it's obviously not possible.
0: And there's a crowd. So you really just see the yeah. crowd running and you're like, I hope a bull is not right behind them about to smash me. Um, it was
2: insane. It's insane. It was insane. Yeah.
0: It was, it
1: was awesome though. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll stick, I'll stick to watching the YouTube highlights of that every year
0: rather than actually participate. <laughs> I would, I, I would that's go awesome. just for the party though, Charlie. Me I mean, too. Watch, I watching the event, going to the bullfight at the end. What the party is great. They drink this like cocktail. It's so, sangria and Coca Cola. Yeah, gross. <laughs> it's
2: just a hangover.
0: It's a
1: hangover yeah, I mean, man. if 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 a sang if sangria could get any fucking worse, well, can, can <laughs> you you can don't swear. yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, great, <laughs> perfect. Pass. Yeah, if sangria could get any any worse, add a, add a freaking Coke to it. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: did you? So here's a question: Did you make it all the way into the? rainer at the end yeah did,
2: did yes. you see any of the internationals slapping the balls on the oh bum? yeah they, everyone oh. loved i would say it was like 80 percent spaniards at the entire event wouldn't you say Steve? maybe even higher than that. so i yeah oh wow really And no one spoke english that's actually that's quite no surprising. one spoke english
0: there was i thought there'd be much yeah. many many more americans there and we,
2: i felt like we there were the only people we maybe met half a dozen other americans the entire weekend Really? Yeah. That's surprising. It was mostly Spaniards and then uh, British people for sure. Like other Europeans, some Australians, but mostly Spanish people and Europeans. It yeah, was sad. They do love their, uh, my, my best mate lives in uh, Barcelona for
1: context and his missus is from, what's the capital? Madrid? No? Yes. Madrid. <laughs> um, and they, yeah, I, I think so. I don't know. If it's not Barcelona, it could be Madrid. Um they love their tradition so it doesn't surprise me that majority of people there were spaniards
0: i i love when you like look it up they they explain it they're like the bullfight is like if you have any sensitivity to animal cruelty like do not go there and and they said do not ask anyone about it because they do not care they don't give a shit about you and like
2: like there were six bulls that were killed during the bullfight and the first one you're like watching like oh my god this is insane and the second one you're like uh any, like oh this is pretty crazy yeah but, but the third one, you're like not even paying attention like <laughs> by the third one there's yeah. like bands playing and everyone's like drinking beer and like like just like chatting and talking and like by the third by the third bowl you're like you're like not even watching anymore it was it's a mayhem, dude. Completely desensitized. Yeah. yeah. It takes yeah. two it takes two dead five thousand pound animals to completely uh, give up any animal rights uh, worries that you had. <laughs> I mean, I've been eating steak for
0: 29 years, so it doesn't really doesn't rub me the wrong way. Uh, fair enough. All right. So <laughs> when we really came not, we didn't we didn't just bring you to brag about our trip, uh, which was pretty dope, but uh, we kind of want your your thoughts on Aussie rules football. I've been betting it a lot. Uh, I have not been winning. Um, so but I have, I have some initial thoughts. Um, I love that. They call it a ladder, not a table. That's that's, I like that. Um, this, the Sydney Swans have the best jerseys. Um, you know, I you probably disagree, but that red with, you know, they got some like tie dye things going on. Very cool. But with you, I want you to know where are we at in the season? Um, and how does it how, work? How's it work?
2: Wait, what is what,
0: it? What should I be rooting for? Storylines, give it to me. I think I'll start with
1: what is it slash how do you make sense of it? And this is genuinely the hardest question to answer if the person you are explaining it to has never seen a game. So have you seen a game? Yes. Nope. Okay, we've got 50-50. One yes, one no. So it is similar to soccer in that you can kick the ball with your foot the ball itself is similarly shaped to a rugby or a gridiron ball except it's more rounded on the ends you can also handball the ball and the only other sport in the world that has that action in a similar
2: way is Gaelic football which I'm going to assume you have no idea what that is
0: I actually knew that answer. So if
2: I was watching Australian league football, if it was on at the bar, what sport would I think it was? If I was like, Oh, that looks like X, but it's, but it's a little weird. Like, what does it look the most like if I'm looking at it for like five seconds? There there is, there is an ESPN segment
1: on YouTube that I think describes this perfectly. And
2: they literally
1: say AFL is a mix between rugby and mugging someone.
0: <laughs> so I think
1: if, you, if you're seeing it for the very first time, that's
0: probably a fair summation of what it is.
1: Yeah. Um, if rugby
0: wasn't tough enough, we got Australian rules football.
1: Yeah. I mean, rugby's tough. The only difference between rugby and our sport is it's multi-directional. So you can run anywhere. There's no offsides. Uh, you're not just running directly at people. Um, and then we mark it, we handball it. And that's about it. We tackle. There's dropping the balls. There's all sorts of. Yeah,
0: how do you score points?
1: So you score points. So there's four posts. So four, if you can think of an NFL American League football of um, it, yeah. set a set of posts, whatever you call them, you kick the ball through. The kick piece it through. We have that, but we also have a secondary set to the left and right. So the middle is called a goal. That is six points. The ball has to travel through from someone's foot without touching any other person and also without touching the post. So we don't have the same rule as NFL. Um, And then if you kick it through either of those posts to the other post between that kind of area to the left and right of the middle posts, that's one point. So it's six in the middle, one point
0: either side. That's you score. Okay, so you run around and like if you get tackled, what happens? Like, do you, do you give the ball up? Like, or is it like the thing in rugby where you like kick it back? No.
1: So when you get tackled, it is the person that possesses the ball's responsibility to dispose of the football correctly. So when you get tackled, you either handball it or you kick it. doesn't matter where it goes. Well, it doesn't matter where it goes, but we won't get into that. Um, so yeah, if, as soon as you get tackled, your one responsibility is to get rid of it. If you don't get rid of it properly, and you get tackled, and you incorrectly dispose of the football, it's a free kick. So that you think of that as a penalty. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so,
0: and they score like a hundred points a game, right?
1: Generally, yeah. Like th- these days, oh geez, I wish my grandfather was alive to explain this. Back in the day. It, it's kind of ebbed and flowed actually. 20, 30 years ago, yeah, 100 points, 120 points. It wouldn't be uncommon for one single guy to score 15 goals, for example, just one guy. Um, and then it kind of slowed down because bodies got bigger, key forwards got a little smaller. Um, but now it's like the, the ultimate AFL footballer these days is basically a, a cross country runner. It's like anyone that can run a beep test of like 18 and Do people not like that? Is
2: it more or less fun (laughs) than it used to be?
1: If you ask people that like, you know, my grandfather, for example, he was the equivalent of a GM of a national team. He stopped watching it in his 60s and 70s because it was so different. He just Mm -hmm. couldn't watch it.
0: It's Stop. like when we so '90s it, basketball, you know, it's totally different game. LeBron wouldn't be able to compete. Correct, yeah, and it, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, and most of the guys that play these days
1: wouldn't be able to compete 20 years ago either. Like it's just a completely different football game. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. So, so explain to me, where, please tell me, there's playoffs in this, and it's not just like, like the EPL where you just if you win the season you win. No, hell no.
1: So. Uh, we're at round 19. I think one of your questions was, where are we in the season? So we're at round 19. There are 23 rounds. Yep, 23 rounds. And then we go into finals. Um, I've got some notes here for you. So we'll call them the playoffs. We just call them the finals. There's four weeks of finals, four weeks of playoffs. Week one is, so there's eight teams, right? The top eight teams go through to the finals. Um, No ifs or buts about that. There's no wild cards. There's there's nothing like that. One to eight, that's who plays finals. That's it. So week one is two elimination finals and two qualifying finals. So essentially, if you finish five to eight or in the bottom half of the top eight, uh, you take the hard road. Basically, you play every game possible if you win. Um, So you get one chance each week to win all the way up to the grand final. So five plays eight and six plays seven. And five and six, if they lose, get a double chance. If seven and eight lose, they're done. So they're out. Um, so that's week one. The winners go through to the next round. Uh as I said, losers are done. Uh, if you finish one to four, you get the possibility of redemption mm-hmm. in week one. Um so one place four and two place three. Yeah. You guys following? I uh, doubt anyways. <laughs> I was in. I uh, was in. It and then
0: the redemption was where I got lost.
1: So it's basically like, so I think historically the top eight, there was no real, um, I suppose, what's the word I'm looking for? There, there was no reason to finish one to four because you didn't get redemption. So it was like, why would you bust your ass for the last eight weeks of the year to finish one to four and get no benefit from finishing higher than other teams. Yeah. Uh, you, re- you, know, you risk injury, you risk all that shit. Um, so they basically turn around and said, if you finish one to four, you play in the first week of finals. If you win, you don't have to play the next week. You get a week off and then you play in the prelims, which is the third week. And if you lose in the first week and you finish one to four, you get the chance at redemption the next week so whoever wins out of the bottom four goes through to the second week and plays the losers of the top four in the first week if that makes sense
0: it actually does make sense my concern is that my yahoo sports app is not going to be able to keep track of that crazy bracket so i'm going to be very lost following so okay yeah. so we're, we're pretty much in crunch time then so there's four weeks left so those oh, yeah. saturday yeah, oh, so, yeah so you're trying to like the teams that are on the bubble and even, which is good that the teams at the top are like really, you know, trying to win still. They're not just COSA.
1: Well, let me bring up the ladder. So I looked at the ladder today. You've got Geelong on top. You got Melbourne in seconds. Um, They're really, like they don't really stand a chance of dropping out. Like Geelong have been on top the entire year and will probably remain there. Um, They've got four losses. Melbourne have four losses. They're the defending premiership team. Um, but what is interesting is you've got three teams on 36 points. Richmond's in eighth, Bulldogs in ninth, St Kilda in 10th. So Richmond can drop out. Western Bulldogs and St Kilda can come in. Um, and that's likely something that will happen this week as well, actually. So then Port Adelaide could just as well. Oh, actually, they're playing too long. Probably not. Um but how many no, games it is are definitely left? crunch time. Uh,
2: how many times – how often do they play? It's four weeks left. How often do they play? Uh, once a week. That's once it. a week. Got it. Yeah, do football. these guys yeah. have like jobs, like normal jobs, and then they play on these teams on the weekends? No. So I
1: think it, it only became professional in the 70s or 80s. Okay. Um, it's like back in the day, this would be like – your main job, and like you would be a plumber on the side or a sparky, yeah. whatever. Um, but no, the average average salary is about I think this year it's about four hundred k. So right. they don't need they don't need
0: secondary jobs. That's
2: they piss
1: it away, but you know
0: that's good. I mean, they gotta they may they gotta maintain all that mullets. So you know that, <laughs> who's those, the bad? Who are the,
2: who who's like the LeBron or like the Tom Brady of Aussie football? Oh, I mean, that's a. That's a subjective answer. Uh, question, <laughs> probably.
1: Uh, I mean, the best of the best at the moment would be blokes like Dustin Martin.
2: Oh, I mean, he's yeah. got
1: Brownlow. Mm. Um, who else? I don't even know, to be honest.
0: A couple of blokes at the demons. Um, yeah, Kaysia from the Demon. Oliver. Yeah, he's pretty good. That's what I would say.
1: I don't even do. I I looked at I looked at your <laughs> notes, and I don't even know who that is. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I, I like um, uh, followed the AFL uh Instagram page and I saw a couple of now, like, so they have like the round tables, like you, you do it every sport, like Ian's in, inside NBA, like with Charles Barkley and them, And it's like three people. They're wearing like black t-shirts, like, and like, they're like, hi- but like three hipsters, like, you know, explaining, explaining the game. And I'm like, these are your analysts. Like no tie in sight. I was like, this is, this is wild.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: To be fair, I I think, so off the top of my head, those three people, are Matthew Lloyd, who was like the the highest goal kicker for Essendon and played in a premiership team. Adam Cooney, Brownlow medalist, which is equivalent to MVP. I think the other one's Kane Corns, who's a fucking nuffy. I don't know how he's got a job. I do know how he's got a job as a permanent analyst because he's just exceptionally divisive. Uh, But he's a game's record holder for Adelaide. But no, yeah,
0: very relaxed.
1: Very relaxed. Very relaxed.
0: So, all right. Before we get into the games, i got one more question. What is the best rivalry in Aussie football? The best rivalry – so I'm a
1: Collingwood supporter, and we are – for context, battles explaining before you jumped on. Collingwood's like the Pats equivalent of the AFL. Everyone fucking hates us. We're fairly successful, and I say fairly because we don't – we have every record except the highest amount of premierships won. Um, But the best rivalries would be Collingwood and Essendon. And these, for background, these stem from like 160 years ago. So this this league was made in 1854 um, and it was basically Melbourne-based. So there was like eight teams within like, call it, four miles of each other. And it was like blue-collar, blue-collar work people, white-collar, suburbs you know like whatever gentrification all that stuff anyway the best rivalries would be Collingwood and Essendon which is my team and Essendon is where I grew up I actually went to Essendon grammar as a Collingwood supporter it's like going for the Yankees and flying every Monday to go to school in Boston and then flying back to New York for weekends ridiculous um Collingwood Carlton Carlton Essendon Richmond, Carlton, Hawthorne, Richmond's another one. Fremantle, West Coast, another one. So there's two teams in Western Australia. Um, and they're across the river from each other. Same in Adelaide. So there's Port Adelaide and Adelaide. So like they're big derbies.
0: So, uh, I, so was Coll- is Colling Collingwood the blue jealous. collar or the white collar?
1: Uh, they were historically the blue collar. Carlton okay. is white collar.
0: Okay,
1: And I think, oh, uh, Richmond may have been white-collar. They could be blue-collar as well. Richmond's definitely white-collar now, that's for sure. Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the games a little bit. Pat, try to keep up. I know you haven't been really catching these, but we're going I've to been start. a little out of the flow recently. <laughs> let's catch up. We're going to start off with the Melbourne Demons and the Western Bulldogs. I love the team names overall. That's like my favorite part. So, Charlie, what do you think of this game? Uh, Melbourne's number two in the table Western Bulldogs are number nine trying to get into that top eight spot
1: yeah I mean this is a fairly critical
0: game for the doggies
1: they win this as you said they get into the eight uh, I mean the demons are the demons like they're defending champions so uh, my mum's side of the family is gonna kill me for this and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Melbourne. It, I don't think that
0: lose that. I'm with you. I'm, they're minus seven and a half. I'm taking the, with the points. Um, and I think there's they're a better team, right? So don't be stupid. Keep it simple. Um, and then, then for my heavy research on Instagram, uh, they had this Kai saya Se- 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 guy. He had six uh, goals the other weekend. Um, he also rocks like a George Washington haircut um, where it kind of like it goes like this and kind of comes out as big and furry. Um, it's pretty, it's like, it's pretty wild, um, that, that he, he thinks that that, that's a good look. So, you know, if you're, if you're that crazy, um, I think you're probably good at this game. Oh, definitely.
1: Crazy. You look the better you are.
0: Yeah. Pat, any thoughts? Uh,
2: what's the, what was the line? Seven and a Seven half and off. demons or which is, what's the, over, which is a goal. And, I, let me get you an over under. I'll take the over. Take the over? Yep. Every time I bet on one of these games, the over I, – I, I was like, the over-under would be like 160, and I'm like, oh, that's way too many points. So then they would score like 190 points. So I'm taking the over yeah. no matter what. I don't care what it is. Yeah. But
0: 165 and a half.
2: Over. Pound it. <laughs> All
1: right. I actually like that. They're, they're, fairly, they're fairly prolific scorers, both of those teams. Yeah. Uh, small,
0: fast. So, I like that. All right. All right. All right. The next game we got on the docket is the Fremantle Dockers, or the Free, free Dockers, they call them also? Freya, Freya, Freers. Um, and the Richmond Tigers, um, which sounds like a high school in middle America. But uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, Fre- the Fremantle Dockers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Charlie, to you, what are you thinking?
1: Richmond lost to – North Melbourne last week, and North Melbourne are the worst team in the AFL by a fucking country mile at the moment. So I feel like they have a bit of a point to prove to the rest of the league in the lead-up to the finals. Um, this is a flip of a coin, but I'm going to go with Richmond just because they lost to the shittest team in the comp last week, and I doubt they're going to want to lose this week. So I'm going to go with Richmond here.
0: Yes. I actually we're on the same page for so far. I'm going with the Richmond Tigers as well. I've been on uh, Fremantle uh, the last two times and they never uh, cover. Um, also, you know, when you're when you're low or sorry, your mascot is a pair of khakis, you know, that's not that tough. <laughs> so um, you know, I thought a good luck. I'm
2: gonna go with the Tigers. Oh Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah. Go Tigers <laughs> that Tiger.
1: Uh sorry,
2: uh, yeah, Tigers.
1: Another consider another consideration is it's being it's being played at Marvel. So Freo have to travel five hours across the country, so
0: oh, back to back to Tigers in. It's like Hawaii, yeah. I can't bet on them. No. All right, the next the next game we got on the docket is the Sydney Swans minus 36 and a half favorites against the Adelaide Crows. Bird on bird action this weekend. What do you what do you think of Charlie? I think the Swans
1: absolutely shit in here, so. Buddy Franklin, I'm not sure if you heard of him. He's a $12 million man over 10 years, cool. won three premierships at Hawthorne. Yeah, no, big, big money for us <laughs> Australians. Um, mo- moved to Sydney, and he's been in the tabloids this week a fair bit. So for I think what? they're going to come out firing. Uh, he wants he wants another nine hundred grand a season. He's 36. Mm. He's not worth that much money. Okay. Um, they haven't won a premiership. They got him there to win a premiership. They haven't won one, um, so I think he's going to come out and try and prove. prove they have salary caps. Yes, they do. they do. They
0: do
1: probably less than less than one year of a mid mid range NBA basketball yeah. player. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, the,
0: for the whole yeah. team for the whole roster. Yeah, that's fine. I I do love the Sydney Swans. What a great name! That just sound, rolls off the tongue. I bet you hate, don't, is that like a, does Melbourne hate Sydney? Like, is that like city versus city? Is that like a big rivalry? Like not just in this sport, yeah, like they, just in life.
1: Yeah, that's no, it. Melbourne to Sydney is the biggest rivalry. They call us, I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Massive, massive, massive rivalry. We can discuss that. Off we can it, yeah. um, is it one of those words but that I, you can in say in that, Europe and in Australia, but you can't say in the U.S.? No, it was a, it was a simile, and
1: it's it's an ill place simile, and I'm i just not going to say it anyway. Um, I do hate Sydney, the the geographical location, yeah. but I don't hate the Sydney Swans.
0: Okay. Funnily enough. Uh, so I but yeah Sydney I'm, all the
1: way here. Sydney okay. all the
0: way. I'm going Sydney too, Pat. Any thoughts? Nope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what's the, what's the line here? What's the under? It's oh the, I'll get you an under, Pat. It's 36-and-a-half
2: for the Swans, but then let me see. I'd take that. Yeah. I'd take that. Wait, 36-and-a-half just for the Swans? Oh, it moved since
0: yesterday. It's 41-and-a-half now, so I got in I'll take the that. was good. Uh, the over-under is 155-and-a-half, seven, seven Pat. So lower-scoring game. Ooh.
1: SCJ is a smaller ground. Oh, is it sport scoring. where the
0: where the where the fields, the fields are, different are different sizes? Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh,
1: nice. Depending on location. They're, they're, meant to be, they're meant to be standardized, but
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, the SCJ's fucking old. Got it. Got it. Nice. All right. So we got our next game. Your team, Collingwood, seven and a half point favorites versus. Oh, this is rivalry week. Essendon bombers. So, I mean, obviously, Pat, we're going with the Bombers. No, that's – Charlie, tell me why Collingwood Uh, is going to win this week. uh, Because we've
1: won nine in a row. Uh, We have the best 18-year-old footballer that's ever been seen in the last – not ever been seen, but the best 18-year-old footballer for the last 40 years. He had 40 disposals last week, kicked three goals off a halfback flank. He's going to win the Rising Star – we have our $1 million man in Brody Grundy coming back this week. We have Taylor Adams coming back, the hardest man in the center of the field in any AFL football team. And Essendon, a fucking Essendon.
0: Fuck em. Pies all the way. And what is a magpie? I'm with you. I'm going to, with Collinwood this week as well. <laughs> a magpie is like
1: the most annoying bird on planet Earth. All they're good for is swooping people, riding bikes. They fucking suck. But we love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, de- we definitely we definitely probably have the the worst mascot actually just thinking about it geez it's terrible
0: do people in australia think that having a kangaroo as a mascot is like a cool thing or is that like an overdone like, like oh really lamb, i feel like yeah like oh, oh yeah, yeah you're the kangaroos
1: honestly like it would be kind of cool but at this point like where north melbourne are at as a football club is so dire and so embarrassing that you just can't help but feel sorry for them. Like, the kangaroo is in no way menacing. It's completely (laughs) lost all meaning. Like, they are so bad. And they're only at $3.30 to beat the Hawks. They did beat Richmond last week, but they are a fucking basket case. They're terrible.
0: And didn't, like, their top players decide not to, like – like, their top draft pick was, like, I'm not playing with you guys. You guys suck.
1: Yeah. What's his name? Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's thinking about leaving, but I'm sure they'll put a fairly lucrative offer on the table for him and he'll just stay. I mean, but they're, they're, to be fair, they've just lost their coach last week and there's a couple of really good coaches out there that aren't coaching. So if they can secure like an Alistair Clarkson, they, they could be right. So
0: we'll see. Anyway. All right, so we got two more games left. Let's go with the number one team. We got the Geelong Cats and the Port Adelaide Power. Minus eight and a half on the Cats. Um, Charlie, to you. I'll tell you the Cats. I mean, they're just... I hate to say it,
1: but Jesus, they're good. Um, Where Geelong? Where is that? Geelong is like a Hamptons equivalent from New York City. Ah. It's like a it's a satellite town. It's about 40 minutes from Melbourne.
0: Okay. Yeah. And they just, they've just become like a, a powerhouse in, in football lately? No, no. Yeah, lately, as in
1: the last 14 years, it's starting to piss everyone off in the AFL, I feel like. They won premierships in 07, 09, and 11. They beat us in 11. Um, and they're still relevant. They were still relevant for the last 10 years, which is like unheard of. Okay, Genuinely unheard of. To be competitive for six years straight, win three premierships, and then still be competitive for the entire decade afterwards, ridiculous. Um, But all all the power to them. But I say, what would you
0: say, the under was? I don't know. The the Cats are eight and a half point favorites. I'm taking them. I can get you an over-under if you're interested. Yeah, I'd be interested
1: in the over-under. I would take the cats, depending, but let's just see what the under is. It is 154
0: and a half. (sighs) Nah, I'd take the over. Take the over. over I'm I'm with Charlie,
2: over. Over.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, last time they played, Geelong had 27 scoring shots to to 12.
0: That seems like a lot. Yeah, that's a shitload. That's a shitload. Yeah. Can you score over line. like 200 points?
1: Uh you can, but it doesn't happen.
0: Doesn't I happen I actually think
1: the last time it I think the last time it happened, it might have been Geelong versus North Melbourne.
0: North okay. Well the, that spread was a, like one oh one. And I was like, There's no way there's no way they are not gonna cover that. And they, they did. And,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that was yeah, I told you that.
0: Yeah, yeah you're like, you're an true. idiot. I was like, Well the bet was already placed, Charlie, so <laughs> North Melbourne suck. They're so bad.
1: And like Geelong, Geelong capitalize on bad teams. Put it that way.
0: Okay. And it's Port Ad- Port Alley's all right. So yeah, we'll see. I, I again, I got the cats. So, they not bad.
1: They're not, not bad. bad.
0: And then the last game I, we're going to pick today is the Brisbane. Is it Brisbane or Brisbane? What do you say? Brisbane. Brisbane. The Lions versus the Gold Coast Suns, yep. which is another classic name you know, Gold Coast Suns. I love that. Um, the, the Lions are 22 and a half point favorites. Um, you know, so Charlie, what are we, we going to do here? Oh,
1: man. The, the Suns are on a, I don't know, there's a bit of belief up at the Gold Coast. But my my old roommate is a Brisbane Lions supporter. Our old man's actually the CEO. So if I don't pick the Lions, Swanee, this is for you. He'll kill me. So I think it's the Lions here. They are third in the ladder, five rounds to the finals. Right.
0: I'm, it's got to be the Lions. I'm gonna, this is the first one I'm going to go the opposite way, and this is just to say suck it to Cam Smith um, from before. Uh, he's obviously a <laughs> lion Lions supporter, um, and, you know, I, I'm still mad at him. So, oh, like, How do you, wa-
2: do you watch? Like, how often are you watching? Or, like, not at all? You just follow it. Do you actually follow it or do you just do a lot of prep for this podcast? <laughs> I, I like
1: to say I don't follow it, um, and this kind of ties in with being a Collingwood supporter. And I can give you the background if you really want. So I've been, I've been to one live game since two thousand and ten, and I've had, you know, I can go to every single game in Melbourne that Collingwood plays in if I wanted no. to, but I just haven't. And that's because a, so twenty ten we played in the grand final against St Kilda. We drew it, so it was a draw, and we had to play the week later, which was horrible. We ended up winning. Um, But we've played in – I'm going to get this wrong, but I think we've played in 47 premierships, 46 or 47 premierships. And put it this way, Carlton and Essendon have played in – I think they've played in 24 or 25. So, yeah, we've played in 20 more premierships than those two teams. Carlton and Essendon of 116, we have 115. So if there's one thing we know how to do, it's to lose when it counts. Mm,
2: nice. I don't I don't, nice. I don't
1: I don't watch them.
0: It's it's okay. fucking hard.
1: I, that and everyone hates us.
0: Yeah. I was getting into it a little bit during the pandemic when it was the only sport being played. And we got the puppy, and so I was up at 6 a.m. and like I had to watch something, and I was always on. Um And all I noticed is that that they're really big into mustaches and they're really big into mullets, and um, they and that's about it. It's just a bunch of dudes running around whacking each other and kicking a ball. Um, Dudes in
1: short shorts and singlets in the winter beating each other up. Yeah. Yep.
0: All right. So that was Aussie Rules football. I. (laughs) What a thrill! What a thrill! What a thrill! Can't wait to see how the bets (laughs) turn out. You got all those down. Yeah, through, actually, right? send
1: them through to me. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay them up. See if we yeah. can win some big money.
0: Yeah, so they're only on DraftKings. Um, it's you can't get it on uh, on MGM. Uh, so don't even look. Uh, but uh, I, all those bets that I picked, I've made them already. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I I was telling Pat. So when me and Pat were, were over in Europe, you know, we couldn't really put the bets in. Um, so I put a bunch of like. That's for all week, all the whole week that we were out there. And like probably like five days of the trip, I go to Pat. It goes, I, I haven't won a single bet since we've, since we've landed here. Um, my account is just at zero, like nothing is built. And then luckily at the end, I was able to, I, I hit a couple just to save me, but uh, it was, it was tough sledding and it was mostly because I went 0 for five um, in AFL. So hopefully this week's a little bit You got to start. You got to
1: start changing up your markets. You got to start betting on, players, on which, players, which means you have to be completely invested in the sport. Yes, yep. over-run <laughs> yeah. Overrun the disposals, overrun the goals.
0: <laughs> Mate, I'm, talk to invest- me. I'm right here. Really. <laughs> yeah, I'm more invested in like the Sydney Swans have. You know, I like their color scheme. That's that's my betting motto. So no, it's uh, it obviously I'm doomed, doomed, doomed. But uh, we'll see. And now that I know how the playoffs work, I'm definitely going to get into that as well. So
1: oh and that's and that's where that's where the, the as you know playoffs well I don't know about the NFL but AFL the most predictable games come in
2: September well depending so, on how you do Charlie September, uh, September. If, if your bet's too well maybe we'll have you back to the playoffs maybe not do you have we'll a see. pick to who's maybe gonna not. win we'll see. Do you have a pick to who's gonna win the whole thing
0: uh, I
1: think I think a logical pick is probably Balvin to win again the demons um, but I, I really, this, this is going to sound completely biased, but dark horse, us, magpies. I
0: I'm with you. Young uh, team. The problem is there's no place to, but, there's no futures market. Um, so I couldn't even tell you uh, where to bet that. So maybe, maybe Pat with his, with his, um, his resource, his betting app, you know, could, could yeah. figure it out for us. Yeah. But. I'll take a look.
1: My old man man's a degenerate gambler. Craig, if you're listening, we'll give you a call tomorrow. Future's <laughs> markets.
2: All right. Well, that was – what week was this, Steve? This was this – 16. This is week 16. Yeah. Wow. What a run that we had after a co- <laughs> couple-week break. Uh, but we're back at it, Charlie. I mean, there's nothing to talk about in U.S. sports right now. What are we going to do? Depress me by talking about fucking live every weekend. Um, Did you bet on the home shows, run derby? No, I didn't. I've been like working. I've been like actually doing my job, which is <laughs> lame. I agree. <laughs> oh, this I, gotta isn't my job. Job. I gotta stop
1: following the sports so I can get back.
2: Yeah,
0: we were we were gonna have this podcast last, this same exact podcast last week, and both of these two were like, "No, I'm, I have a real job that needs me to put real hours in, uh, Steve." Yeah. Stop yeah.
2: hassling me. So. so We'll do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do some baseball next week. I know everyone's looking forward to the Mets and Cardinals tracker. We'll yeah. we'll we'll update you on that. And um, uh, any other weird off the run stuff that we can find, we'll we'll talk about that as well. So oh, yeah, that was week sixteen. Charlie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching thank us Australian League football. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you. And we can't wait to see how your bets do fingers crossed, send right. through. With that I've- we're sitting money line out. We'll talk to you guys next week.